Land. It's Jay. Welcome to Keeping It Real. Today, we're going to talk about the world of fitness and how it seems to be getting attacked for its privilege. That's right. You're privileged if you're in shape. You're privileged. That's right. You sure are. You should feel bad. You should feel horrible for staying in shape. You absolutely should understand that these people that are overweight, that can't stay in shape, that can't control their eating habits are victims, absolute victims. And you are a son of a bitch if you're taking care of yourself. You're a horrible person. Terms like fat phobic, fat phobia are being introduced. Toxic fitness now. We've already heard of toxic masculinity. And privilege is being attached to so many more things than just being a white person now. Because me, since I would be considered a Caucasian white person, I am privileged. Even though I grew up in a small town called Burleson, Texas. And my dad drove a truck for a living, and I got to see him once or twice every week or two while being raised by my grandmother. I'm privileged. I, you know, I didn't grow up with a silver spoon in my mouth. I didn't grow up with all the greatest things in the world. I grew up in a broken home without a mom, but I'm privileged because I'm white. You know, I was little, I got beat beat up, picked on, bullied. I'm privileged. Let me tell you what, my life has just been such an easy thing because of all my privilege. And with my genetics and being skinny, me getting in better shape, me taking care of myself, me pushing myself into the pursuit and the dedication into the headspace of being physically stronger, controlling my diet and eating healthier foods to feel better and look better. Well, that now is being looked at as privileged as well. Yeah, I'm a bad some bitch. Are you out there? Are you a bad person too? This is a victim mentality, if you don't understand it. I see this across the board in many categories, but now it's entering the fitness world. It's been doing so for a while, but it's a victim mentality for those that are fat. It's a victim mentality for those that don't want to be fit. It's a victim mentality for people that don't like people that are in shape, guys and girls. It's toxic for you to be in shape because they're, they're throwing terms on it like this. I mean, this is crazy. This is a, just like the attack on man and woman. Like nobody wants to hear the classification of a man and a woman anymore like genders don't exist. This insanity 
is bringing about so many strange topics in our society today that are being supported, even though I don't think it's an argument fit to carry on with a five-year-old to be discussing this stuff, but adults are taking this seriously. They want you to feel good about feeling bad. Feel good about being out of shape. Feel good about your depression and anxiety. Feel good about your social climate and use it as a moniker to say, that's why I am where I am. Everything's about my life and how shitty it is and my genetics and my upbringing and whatever you can blame it on, victim mentality. To me, I look up towards the top where these pitches are coming from, down at us, the people. And I say this is a divide and conquer scheme for the public. It's to take away self-empowerment. They don't want you to be empowered. They want you to claim you're a victim. Then they can sell bullshit products. All the big businesses can sell bullshit products and services. And then political agendas develop around this because they're going to save the day for you people that are victims. They're going to save you like they always say they are. But, you know, it's kind of odd. They never do save anybody. They never fulfill any promises. And some some weird reason out there, none of the mass majority of this world holds politicians accountable for all the lies. I need to just get on to one of these uh, services besides Google and YouTube and look up and find out if there's a video of a montage of all the lies a president has told or politicians in general have told Hell, the media has told, I bet it could go for weeks, months, the lies. You could probably have a montage that would be never ending. Yet somehow people still believe in these institutions, even in it when it's this ridiculous. Do you see what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be negative. I am trying to help you improve your state of mind by lifting you up, by pulling back the veil and helping you understand there's an agenda behind this stuff. Nothing is going to improve your mental state of mind and physical health better than going and doing something physical, some kind of fitness to take care of your body. But you know what? It's free. That's a big problem. That's a big problem. Happy, healthy people, they're hard to manipulate. They're not wasting money on stupid shit in corporations. They're not paying attention to politicians. I mean... They don't like this. Masses of people that have their shit together, that are not just consumers and brainwashed and victims. They're hard to control. Okay? So let's get into the various lies that are surrounding the fitness community and privilege 
and toxicity of fitness and masculinity and fat phobia, let's talk about all the different lies. I want to just point them out to you if you haven't noticed them already so that you are not sucked into any movements or any kind of agendas that come up in the very near future. They're already here, but maybe you're not aware of them. So let's go. All right. The first lie I have for you is health at any size. You've seen this on magazine covers, morbidly obese people posing, giggling, laughing like they're loving their life. I'm sure they are. Maybe they're very happy. I can't say that you can't be happy and overweight. Yes, you can be happy. But there is a correlation to mental issues also with being overweight. But anyways, so this healthy at any size agenda, let's just break it down. I got a 180 pound guy next to me and I got a 280 pound guy next to me. Okay. They're not the same health. They are very different. The 280-pound man will absolutely be more healthy if he loses weight. So he is not healthy at any size. It doesn't matter if it's a guy or a girl either, okay? Whatever variable you genderphobic, crazy people out there want to yell at somebody for saying man or woman, that's it's getting beyond insane. I conclude there is a man and there is a woman and biology indeed says that there is only procreation with a man and a woman you need a penis and a uterus you can only do uh, procreation create a baby this way so I, i don't care if you've got 200 different genders in your book okay a man or a woman is not healthy at any size so obesity is not healthy. There is another side maybe to look at this 280 pound man I was talking about. What if he's a bodybuilder? What if he's that guy you see in the magazines or on videos that's on stage at 3% body fat? Well, I'm not going to tell you he's healthy. Okay. He's taking tons of drugs and diuretics and all sorts of things beyond steroids that you don't even know the half of it out there, unless you're in the bodybuilding world, people. If you're in the bodybuilding world or the physique competitions, even girls do this. It's not just guys. They do horrendously unhealthy and dangerous protocols that put their life at risk to be on stage to look like that for that moment in time to stand in front of a group of judges and maybe get a trophy. Because, let's be honest, the sport doesn't command a lot of money. Unless you're at the elite stage, Mr. Olympia, then you might win, if you're number one in the whole freaking world, a couple million dollars. And to be the number one bodybuilder or figure competitor, woman, whatever, for you to be that one person and win a couple million dollars for the shit you're going to go through and the drug usage that you're going to go through and remain healthy, 
boy, you better be on the ball with your doctors and blood tests and everything because you're going to have to abuse yourself to look like that. It's without question. So there's another side to the story too. Healthy at any size doesn't just necessarily mean fat. Okay. So we can also go another route here. Let's talk about the supermodel that works um, for Victoria's Secret or one of these places that wants a bony, thin girl who walks down the runway that's got big fake boobs and gaunt face and looks like she's about to die, but she's got a nice rack and she's easy to hang clothes on or lingerie. Well, you think she's healthy? She, if she's starving herself, maybe she has an eating disorder. Maybe has bulimia or who knows what. I mean, there's so many different crazy ways this can be a horrible thing to do to yourself. But the main thing I'm trying to make a point of here is healthy at any size is not true. Normalizing people that are obese or morbidly obese that like I see being done right now is making victims. It's normalizing obesity as healthy. That's that means you're making these people believe they have an excuse to be this way. And you're scaring people away from speaking the truth to them. Okay, that's all I'll say for that one. Let's move on to this new term I ran into, fat phobia. Does it really exist? No. This is something that's perpetuated probably because of social media. I don't even know if I have seen it on the news. I don't know if media is picking up on this yet and saying people are fat phobic, but... It's pretty big. It's going around. It's a label getting tacked onto people. But a phobia is a clinical term like arachnophobia. You're scared of spiders. Claustrophobia. You're scared of tight spaces. These are real phobias, not fat phobia. Duh. A phobia is an extreme or irrational fear. Why would somebody have an extreme or irrational fear of a fat person? This is, again, trying to decry the victim. I'm fat, so they're fat phobic. This person is fit, they're fat phobic. This is another seat and conquer and divide, destroy type mentality coming out somewhere. I almost feel like, again, higher powers are pitching this shit down to us to get us to fight between one another. And there's weak people with weak minds that pick it up and run with it. Or maybe they get some influencers like everybody looks up to Hollywood people and fitness people and uh, your YouTube stars and blah, 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 on and on. If they'll say it, then people just fall in line with them. Why don't we look up to people with some kind of actual 
skill, like they their intellects are off the Richter scale. They're so damn smart or, you know, they're a great writer or something, a great teacher. Why are we adoring people for being beautiful and getting on screen or making great music and whatever they say is what we hold as our truths? Okay, back to fat phobia so I don't get off on too big of a rant. So it's an extreme or irrational fear. That's the technical term for it. Clinically, it exists, but fat phobia does not. It is created. So if you don't want to date a fat person, does that make you fat phobic? Well, lately, the answer would be yes. You're fat phobic if you don't want to date a fat person, if you're skinny, if you're in shape. Is there such a thing as people having a taste? People having an opinion? Is that okay anymore? Or no, you can't do that. I don't get it. I don't get it. Is a personal trainer, I'm sorry, a personal trainer um, that changes fat people to skinny people, is he a fat phobic? Because he doesn't want to see people obese? He or she? No, they're not a fat phobic, okay? I mean, it, this would be as stupid as saying a cancer doctor is a cancer phobic because he's trying to get rid of cancer, right? Think about it. I'm just trying to give you an example of how ridiculous this is. It's just invented. To divide people. Fat person, victim, you, enemy. If you say something. So let's say that you go to a doctor that says you're 50 pounds overweight. You got high cholesterol. You got heart issues. You could be looking at a heart attack in the next six months or a year if you don't do something about this extra 50 pounds. <gasps> oh my God, my doctor's a fat phobic. I have got to find another doctor. <laughs> Fuck you. Grow up. This is real. The real world is not about watching Every little thing we say because it's going to hurt your delicate little feelings. Are you telling me you would rather have somebody lie to you than do something about it and save your life? You'd rather just die and everybody tell you you're beautiful and healthy. You'd rather have the world just lie to you. I want to live in a world that's truth, hard truth. Like people that keep it real true. That's better. And I'm not perfect. Everybody lets out a little white lie here and there. But what we're trying to adopt as a society with so much of this bullshit. It's not realistic. It's living in some fairyland where for some reason. Since we're just on this fitness and fat phobic and, you know, talking about people and their privilege and toxicity of men and fitness and all this different stuff that, that lurks around the health area. Because I could get off on all sorts of areas. 
all I'm trying to say is I see an attack from every direction of controlling speech, of empowering people to make them feel like victims, to make everybody want to be liberated and control other people and silence people. I mean, this goes very well together with the COVID narrative. I don't know if you noticed that, but if you said anything about the jabs and COVID and protocols or anything against Fauci or the narrative at hand by the big media or the social media, I mean, you're canceled. You're deplatformed. You lose your job. I mean, this is where we're going, people. So let's move on from fat phobia. The next lie is gyms are judgmental. Yes. Any gymnasium, gymnasium is an old word. That sounds more like uh, when you're a kid going to PE class, gymnasium. Any gym you go to is judgmental. Let you soak that in while I get a drink. Bullshit. But I'll tell you somebody who's banked big time off this, Planet Fitness. They love this narrative that everybody's judgmental. There's hypocrisy at Planet Fitness afoot. Let me tell you how it works. Gyms in general, first off, before before I rip on Planet Fitness, gyms, let me tell you the truth. Gyms are the most accepting places for an out-of-shape person to go. I have been going to the gym now for about 25 years. I have seen more occasions than I can count on my fingers and toes and arms and legs. I, I can't tell you how many times I've seen this. People are celebrated for showing up to the gym when they are out of shape. They're not pointed at. They're not laughed at. It's it's not. I know it's intimidating for the person that's out of shape and doesn't know what they're doing and they're walking into an unknown landscape, but you're celebrated. And you know what? When people are happy that you're there, that's a good feeling. People are proud of you. Whoa, you're most people would never even try and do anything to change this. Go get them, dude. You rock, girl. Go for it. And I have seen just as many examples of people helping out the person that's out of shape. I don't care if it's somebody obese, completely overweight, or some skinny kid or whatever. What I see in real gyms, real fitness people that have adopted this lifestyle, is they want to help other people enjoy it like they do because they see the benefits of it so they want to share it because that's generally what happens you get into a hobby or lifestyle like hunting parachuting making model airplanes dungeons and dragons video games whatever it is you know what if somebody else wants to join in you're excited about that you want to share it with them that's what fitness people are like at the gym they want to share it with you. They see you walk in and you're, you're wanting to try. You know what? I want to help you. I've helped people that are out of shape. Above and beyond when I was employed as a personal trainer, 
because I was paid to do it. I've helped so many people because I just was excited to see they were trying and maybe they were doing something wrong or they didn't know what to do. or And I could tell and I just want to run over and help them out. Yo, you trying to use this machine? Let me show you how to do it. Yeah, this is what you got to do and it'll work. This is, you'll feel this muscle, whatever. They need to, you got some questions? Yeah, do this and maybe eat a little bit of that. Give them some answers that they need. They just don't know the answers to. I'm more than happy. I'm proud. I'm so happy for this person. And that's the way other people feel too. And this is mostly like, what you would consider the more hardcore gyms. They're the most accepting and most helpful people. You're not going to find those people, for the majority, at Planet Fitness. Now, let me go back to why Planet Fitness is a hypocrisy. This is the judgment-free zone, okay? They welcome People that are overweight, out of shape, don't know what they're doing, come on in and pay $10 a month. They started this whole $10 a month gym memberships. Before then, as far back as I can remember, it's been $20, $30 a month at the cheapest gym you go to. And they go on up from there. But Planet Fitness set a new standard with $10 a month. Judgment-free zone. We are for the out of shape. We are for the overweight. We are for the cast out and looked over. You come to our gym and we'll take care of you and you don't have to even pay as much as all the other people and we'll feed you pizza and give you bagels. Yeah, they do that shit there. If you didn't know it. It's the biggest joke. It's the biggest hypocrisy I've ever seen because they're the judgment-free zone. But yet... Every Planet Fitness has a huge alarm inside the building and a sign next to it, and it's called the Lunk Alarm. Now, a Lunk is considered a big, dumb, meathead fitness guy. Somebody that's serious about fitness, you are not welcome here at the judgment-free zone. Don't you dare show up here. We got an alarm if you show up. So if you are getting serious in the gym and you start making noises or grunting when you're working out hard, or maybe you drop a weight because you just went really hard on a drop set to failure and you didn't have a last rep in you and you had to kind of set the weights down abruptly. Oh, watch out. Wow, wow, wow. The... Lunk alarm's going to go off. You're going to be made a fool of. And in fact, they have a big description around the gym of what a lunk is. This meathead lunk. It goes on to say no tank tops, no gallon jugs, uh, etc. I mean, it gives this really nice description of somebody that's a fitness person that nobody should like. Isn't that funny? It's a judgment-free zone. The hypocrisy there. Okay, so don't believe that gyms are judgmental. If any of them are judgmental, it's Planet Fitness, the one that's the judgment-free zone. Now, I've been to Planet Fitness, and I can get a good workout there. 
The best thing you can do is don't throw a waist down grunt or show off your muscles because you could offend somebody in that place. There's a lot of um, victim mentality up in the Planet Fitness place. And they found a niche in the market because they realize $10 isn't a lot of funds to charge people. The majority of gym goers, well, $10 is not a big deal. So they'll never cancel. If they can get 70, 80% of their membership basis paying $10 a month and they never cancel, but they never show up either. Well, there you go. Or they go, well, I show up a couple times a month and I get some pizza and bagels. That pays for the membership itself. Well, aren't they smart? Didn't they come up with a pretty brilliant marketing scheme? It works. I think they're the most valuable fitness chain in America at the moment on the stock market. That means something. Okay, the next lie. You're loving the podcast, right? Great. So you can help out, support me for a dollar a month up to $10 a month. Yes, there's a subscribe button down at the bottom if you look in the description. Also, I'm going to include my Venmo if you want to do a one-time tip. So, if you would, it'll help keep me going. If you can't do it, don't worry. Free information is still going to be coming. So, stay tuned and know I appreciate each and every one of you out there. Now, back to the show. Building muscle makes men toxic. Yes, this is not only being said, but there has been some articles written about this. In California, they even removed weights at many of the prisons, believing it makes the prisoners more violent. When actual truth of the matter is, the pursuit of bettering yourself physically makes a more balanced human being, not just physically, but mentally. The mental health that comes from working out is something that is undeniable and scientifically proven. It is better than a placebo. It is better than any drug on the market. It has a higher success rate of curing all sorts of mental maladies. And this is what's funny. It's it's not really reported on. It's not talked about, but it's in the literature. It's in PubMed articles. You can dig for it and you can find it if you want to, or you can just believe me. The thing is, they don't want you to know about this because it takes money away from Big Pharma. They want you on Prozac. They want you on some kind of antidepressant. They want you on Xanax. They want you on Valium. They want you on something. If you got any mental issue, they want to put you on some antipsychotic lithium. I mean, there's so many different drugs they can prescribe other than telling you, go to the gym and work out. So anyways, 
building muscle does not make men toxic by any means. And I would love to see any study that proves me wrong because I call bullshit on this lie all day long. Now, you're going to always have somebody that stands out of the crowd. Somebody that proves your point. Because you can't have 100% on anything just about. That's just... It seems like, uh, to me, that's about an impossibility. It's just, it's, there's going to be outliers. Outliers always are there. So, yes, there are going to be some jackasses that build some muscle and they have a bad personality and they want to be a jackass and a narcissist and beat up other people or talk shit to people because they're big and other people will back down to them and they like that feeling of power. Yeah, some of those jokers exist, but it's not enough of them for you to make a claim that building muscle makes all men toxic. Okay? So, next lie. Gyms and fitness lead to alt-right political positions. This was in a freaking article that was written up, and I don't remember who it was that wrote it, but... I am not even going to give a response to this because it's so ridiculous and ignorant. So no response necessary. Just that alone. Gyms and fitness lead to an alt-right political position. Give me a fucking break. Next lie. Gyms are only for privileged people. That's right. You go to the gym, you must be affluent. You must have money. Something must be wonderful in your life if you can go to the gym. Give me a fucking break. Like I just said, Planet Fitness, even though I think they're scum suckers with their judgment-free zone and lunk alarms, it's $10 a month. And you know what? That started competition. $10 a month gyms are everywhere now. You can pay $10 a month and go get a gym membership. How the fuck are you privileged if you pay $10 a month to have access to a gym anytime you want? 20, or I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Planet Fitness is 24 hours a day. No matter what your schedule is, if you got $10, you can go any damn time you want, Monday through Sunday. Okay, so personally, I have seen time and time again from my youth when I got into being a personal trainer, got my certification, to now. Homeless people. Homeless people paying for gym memberships just so they have a place to go shower up, clean up, shave, do whatever they got to do. They don't even give a fuck about the gym, man. Most of them. I've seen some of them work out. But most of them just use the facilities to clean up. Is that privilege? That homeless person is privileged. Gyms are only for privileged people. Like those privileged homeless bastards living in boxes and under bridges. Damn those privileged homeless sons of bitches. They got it all. And they just want more. (laughs) Okay. 
upper, middle, and lower class alike join the gyms. There's no differentiation here. This is another bullshit scheme to toss out such a ridiculous lie. Give me a break. Next lie. Eating healthy is a privilege and very expensive. Well, this all depends on how you're looking at it, doesn't it? You don't have to shop at an organic supermarket to eat healthy. I repeat, you don't have to eat at an organic supermarket to eat healthy. You don't have to go to Whole Foods. You don't have to go to Sprouts or whatever country you're in that has this super pricey organic market with everything that's grass-fed and non-GMO. Okay, listen. We're talking about eating healthy. Now, we can't exclude contaminants and trash that's in food and water and other drinks and things like that. For some reason, it's prevalent today. But I'll tell you one thing that cuts down on a lot of toxins, eating whole foods. So let's talk about that. You can buy all the healthy food that you want and need at a place like Walmart where everything's going to be just about as cheap as you can get it. Buy five pound bags of rice, five, five pound bags of beans. You can get your milk cheap, eggs, tuna in cans, bulk ground beef, bulk chicken. You can get it fresh or frozen. You can get frozen vegetables in bulk bags. Cheaper than buying all the junky box and bag trashy foods most people are eating. With your freaking hamburger helper and healthy choice microwave meals and Doritos and Fritos and Dr. Peppers and Cokes and I could go on and on. That people eat just absolute trash. Bread. Bread? Why is bread a staple food? Because the FDA put it on a pyramid of food health, which was a fucking joke. Oh my God, the food pyramid was a joke. Still is a joke. I don't think they've ever changed it. But nonetheless... This is just simply ridiculous. All the stuff I just told you about, you can buy it in bulk. Yes, at Walmart. You don't have to have a Costco membership. You don't have to have a Sam's membership. They have gigantic bags of rice and beans. What you have to do out of all this stuff that I just mentioned is you have to put in the effort to cook it. Oh, wait, maybe you're a lazy fuck. Maybe you want to go eat Jack in the Box and McDonald's and you want all the fast, easy shit that's at the supermarket that costs a lot of money. Well, there's your fucking problem. That's why it's expensive. It's not a privilege. You're just fucking lazy. Sorry. Keeping it real here. 
So all these lies that I just pointed out, it's just more of the oppression Olympics that keeps going on in this world to create more victims and more people with mentality disorders, give them something to blame, something to whine and cry about instead of solutions. Let's play the blame game. Don't fall for it. Don't join this movement. Don't talk like this. Don't act like this. Don't be like this. Look for solutions. Don't look for more idiocracy that you can join in and be part of the gang. Toe the line. This is a movement that needs to stop. They may be serving up these agendas from up high, planning this and dishing it out to the public. But you know what? Lots of people are eating it up. They're loving it. And I guarantee you, just like everything else coming from the top, from the high people in authority, they have the best psychologists, the best people in the world working on these agendas to make people think a certain way, to pervert your mentality. Why do you think there is fluoride and chlorine and other junk in your freaking water? It's passivity. It's to make you stupid and dumb down. Why do you think there's so much trash in the food you eat? All these different things. I could go into more than that, but I'll just stop right there with food and water. They don't want you to think critically about anything. They want you to be a victim. They want you to whine and cry and put your hand out and ask them for help. Not be somebody that can take care of their own damn self. Don't play the game, folks. Stand up for self-empowerment. Stand up for yourself. Listen to how I debunked each one of these stupid lies that are coming around nowadays. And do something about it. I gave you the lie and I told you the truth. And I and pretty much gave you a way to get around lots of these lies in a realistic way. So there you go. I'll leave on that note. And to all you folks out there, I wish you the best. I don't want anybody to be oppressed or be a victim. That's why I'm against these lies. That's why you need to know the truth so you can rise up above it and hopefully help your fellow man and woman beside you rise above it. Because that's the goal is us uniting together instead of us dividing as they wish. No more division. Love thy neighbor as thyself. It doesn't matter what color. It doesn't matter what size. It doesn't matter what religion. Let's just all learn to get along and love one another and realize where the poison is coming from. It's coming from a place of authority above us. They have the agenda. It's been exposed so many times. Open your eyes. Realize where it's coming from. And unite with the people that are near you. 
Stop isolating. Stop pointing the finger at somebody else and blaming them. Just learn to understand. Listen to other people. Not everybody will share your opinion, but that's okay. That creates diversity in the world. And that is a beautiful thing because the last thing in the world we need is everybody to turn into robots with Neuralink and all the other plans that are coming. So, rant's over. You can always count on a good rant here. So, please, if you enjoyed this, which I hope you did if you listen this long, rate, review, subscribe. Pass it on to your fans. Fans. Your fans. (laughs) Maybe you do got fans. If you do, fuck, pass it on to them because you're already popular. Pass it on to your friends, your family, and (laughs) co-workers, whoever might need to hear these messages. That's what I was going to say. And then you can always subscribe to help me out with the show for a low monthly payment or I'll leave my Venmo where you can also drop me a one-time tip if you feel this show's information is worth that. And if you don't have the money or the time to get around to this stuff, don't worry about it because I'm going to keep going. I'm a trooper. So I hope you are too out there. Much love to you in podcast land. Take care of yourself. And on the next episode, I'll bring you some more very valuable and useful information to keep you keeping it real. Later now. Do not consider these episodes as medical advice or expertise in any area. I do deconstruct some experts and their material and deliver it to you. So please do all of this at your own risk. Email me. Contact keepingitreal at gmail.com. Email me. Contact keepingitreal at gmail.com.